How many times have you stayed in a situation longer than you should have just to prove something to others? We're all guilty of this one, and today we break that pattern. Welcome to Flow On, a special solo episode here on Forever Athlete Radio, where together we go far. This is episode 178, and we're mixing it up today. Honestly, we're going to be experimenting with a new podcasting style. In these monthly podcast episodes, I want to let you in a little bit more on the behind the scenes of my own personal life, what I got going on, and really what goes on into building Forever Athlete as a whole, how we're building this business, this brand's community together as you sit here and listen to this voice in your headphones right now. So as I sit and record this, I'm actually currently packing up my life into boxes once again for what feels like the hundredth time since my swimming career ended. My brain might be a little bit scattered because it literally is all over the place. So forgive me if I diverge down some rabbit holes today, but I want to provide a little outline here and cover a couple different things more or less so I understand where I'm going, but to give you an insight of where this episode will go. The first one is I want to talk about my move to Austin, Texas, and why I'm choosing to say goodbye to LA after being here for nearly 16 months. The second thing we're going to dive into is changing the mental health scene proactively, not just through cultivating awareness. Number three, we're going to talk about reflecting on my five years since swimming retirement ended, what I really wish I knew at 22 years old back then, and my advice to those retiring right now, because Honestly, this time five years ago was probably one of the lowest times of my life. Not probably, it was. It's gearing up for graduation, and while so many people were getting excited, I was nervous as anything uh, going into that unknown of the real world. And then lastly, we're going to be sharing some updates of the overall direction of Forever Athlete, where it's heading, some exciting new news, so stay tuned to the very end for that. With all that being said, we got the fresh brewed coffee from Little Lunch on tap here, and I'm ready to flow with you, so let's dive into it. Like I said, I'm starting to organize my life into boxes again, and honestly, I have mixed feelings about it because on one hand, I hate boxes just because they can feel so limiting at times. Hell, I mean, that's where this brand and podcast even started, right? I didn't like the box that former athlete put me into, so we created Forever Athlete. But I also love boxes because they provide organization and structure into my life. And without either of them, I'm kind of lost. And we've talked about the sandbox analogy on here before, but it's the same thing. If we don't have the sandbox, the sand dissipates. So I'm trying to learn and gear up here to move to Austin from LA. And I realized this is actually my seventh time moving in five years. And it's safe to say I'm getting pretty familiar with the ins and outs of moving, what to do, what not to do, really letting go, knowing that, you know, eventually, not eventually, something will break, something will go wrong, and just how to continue flowing on with that process, just roll with it and keep things moving. From the outside looking in, though, it probably looks like I'm floundering at times, trying to figure things out. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I am. I am at times. I don't have all the answers. I'll be the first to admit that, and I want that to be very clear. I just want to share my experience because I know that in my experience, I have a strong intuition and I trust that more so than any outside perceptions of what I might look like or the moves that I'm making. How many times have you stayed in a situation longer than you should have just to prove something to someone else? Think about that for a second. Have you ever said, yeah, I want to be doing X, but I've already put so much time into Y. I want to leave this company because I'm unhappy, but I need to stay here for three years for my options to get vested. 
but why would you stay in something for three more years if you're unhappy right now? Or even worse, I'm not happy, but we've already put so much time into this relationship. So you stick in something that isn't serving you. I know athletes that have had this exact feeling about sports and were absolutely miserable because their egos wouldn't let them walk away. It's more common than you might think. I share that because I realized after the away game that I threw in Austin back in February that I felt more connected there than I do in LA. So I chose to do something about it. It was honestly the weirdest feeling. I came back from that trip and that was the most time I've ever spent in Austin. Two full weeks between the away game and the marathon. And I felt like a stranger in my own home when I came back to LA. I even went to the coffee shops that I always go to and the walks that I was always going on to. And I felt strange. Something felt off. Something felt different. And my first instinct was I need to go do something about it. And then this little voice came into my head. And I I remember when I first made the decision to move out to LA, someone, I won't name them, but someone in my life told me, why would you go to LA? You're just going to be like everyone else out there. You're just going to be another trainer. I was like, well, my response then at the time was, you know, uh, I'm not a trainer, so that's it's kind of a good thing. Um, I'm, I'm fine differentiating myself. And the more I thought about it, that second voice, that memory actually came to mind as I was making the decision, do I or do I not leave LA? And I had to take a step back and say, am I really going to stay in a city that I feel like a stranger, that I'm, it's not giving me the deeper personal connections that I've been really truly craving at this season in my life just to prove to someone or prove to other people that I need to be here for X amount of time, whatever that may be. Or do I just need to, I don't want to say cut my losses because my time here has been nothing but fantastic. I've had fantastic experiences I met some really dope people, but the season of life that I'm in, I'm feeling called to change things up and actually experience some seasons a little bit. And for those of you who don't know, Austin, yes, does have seasons. It does get cold and it does get brutally hot as well. And I, the more I thought about it, the more I realized I can't continue to make decisions in my life based off of what other people's perception of my decisions might be, because it's my life. It's not theirs. So if that means moving to LA for just 16 months or moving to LA for 16 months and then moving on to the next city, I think I've done a a good job and I'm learning about this whole thing in the process. But that was really kind of my thought process as I started to look at the two cities. What did I crave? What was I really feeling called to do? And Austin just kept bringing me in. I had some confirmation of this. LA has been fantastic for the personal, or not the personal, the professional connection standpoint. I've met a lot of phenomenal people out here through the networking opportunities and just the fact that you can go to a certain place and meet someone just organically like that, those opportunities were really the main reason that drew me out here. But I'm not in that same season of life anymore. I recognize that. And what the season that I'm currently in, what I really am craving is really deeper and fewer friendships, but deeper, more quality friendships. And it's just little things. Um, When I was in Austin last, a friend of mine, Serena, called me up just randomly Tuesday night. Hey, 
I'm, I'm walking by your place right now and catching sunset all along the, the lake. Do you want to come join me if you're, I saw you're in town? I was like, wow, you have no idea what that meant to me because that was the confirmation I was looking for. That's what I've been seeking is just the random hitting me up to hang out for no other reason than to just hang out and spend quality time together. Not because I can do X for their podcast or their brand or their content or Y or whatever it may be, but just hanging out simply to hang out for the relationship itself. And that's really my decision to to move to Austin. So that's that. That's why we're moving to Austin primarily. That's the season of my life. And I can talk about all the logistical side of things. It's much better for business in the sense of state income tax isn't a thing in Texas versus California. It does this really cool thing where they charge you $800 a year just to incorporate an LLC. That's super fun. Um, and yeah, all, all of the things. But we won't go down that rabbit hole. I want to shift gears here and talk about changing the mental health scene proactively because this is something that hits near and dear to me. It's something that I'm truly passionate about. And you might know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you listened to the show before and you know a little bit more about my backstory, you know how much I care and how passionate I can be about this topic. But I believe really awareness isn't the solution that we should be searching for, that we should be looking for here. Awareness oftentimes actually makes our problems worse. Think of how hard it can be to even verbalize something you're not really proud of. Maybe there's some shame and guilt around whatever that may be. And bringing awareness, verbalizing it, is almost the worst thing because it actually becomes real in that moment. But if we don't talk about it, we still have some room to hide. And there's comfort in that. But when it comes to mental health as a whole, we've been looking for solutions in all the wrong areas, at least from what I've seen. The solution to this is going to look different for everyone, and I understand that. But here's a few things that I've found to help me on my journey, and I hope that they help you wherever you're at. The sooner you realize what you need to be happy doesn't need to be impressive, the sooner you'll actually be living a fulfilled life. And the sooner your mental health becomes something you can just take care of as easily as you would your physical body as an athlete. They are one and the same. They are synergistic. And we should treat them as such. This can be tough to really wrap your head around if you grew up in competitive athletics, though, because at some point, it became all about doing impressive shit. You wanted, you wanted to prove to your teammates that you could do better practice pacing than they could, or you were a little bit faster in the meets, or whatever that may be. So doing impressive shit lit you up. If you're like me, you find joy in doing those impressive feats. Even today, I still find joy in that, and you should. But when you only find happiness and fulfillment in the highest of highs, you unknowingly set yourself up for some of the lowest of lows. How do we break that pattern? We, we call this the hedonic treadmill in psychology. And without getting too nerdy, with you, what it really is, is you set a goal, you put all your efforts to going to reach that goal, you reach that goal, and you realize that feeling that you were chasing was fleeting, so what do you do? You set another, even higher goal to, in hopes, catch that feeling then. But we want to hop off that treadmill, and through hopping off that treadmill, we can start to realize the true things in life that make us happy, can be these little mundane, even tasks, things, just experiences. I recently asked a friend of mine what her 
really some of her joys in the world were she said the sounds of birds chirping in the morning off of her apartment patio really just lit her up and when she was able to hear those birds that day was just going to be a little bit better what's something in your life that you might easily be overlooking but when you take a step back you realize actually it really does light up your day it's a big difference when that thing occurs how can you bring awareness to that because that is a little bit easier to focus on than looking at the big quote-unquote problem that we have or the, the profoundness of our current experience especially if we're in the lowest of lows if we are in a space where we're depressed or we're always anxious it can be absolutely exhausting. So, of course, bringing awareness to it isn't what we want to do. We want to try to suppress. And if we're constantly focusing on the negative or suppressing that negative, we then tend to spiral into a negative loop and it continues to persist in our life. Being proactive in regards to our mental health is really a series of little things that help us catch that spiral a little bit earlier on. That's really the difference. My favorite question to ask my clients when they're telling me about a story, about a current problem that they have, is how can we view this instead as a puzzle? And when we look at puzzles, we all need to do, or really all we need to do, is to find that next piece. Not solve the entire thing at once, but just one little piece. No matter how down bad you might be right now, and I've been going through some things as well myself, there's been a financial burden with moving, as most of you may or may not not know, it's really freaking expensive. So instead of looking at the big picture, while that's important to have in mind, we want to have a general sense of where we're going. I'm just looking at that next puzzle piece. It's really about finding just that next piece that shifts your tide into your favor. Life is going to naturally ebb and flow. We've all experienced that, right? Just Wonder about that next one wave and step back from worrying about the entire ocean for a second and watch what that does to your mental state, your mental well-being. It helps immediately take out this overwhelm that oftentimes is preventing flow in your life. When we look at the science of flow itself, that in-the-zone heightened state that we ideally are after, and it's probably why you're even listening to this episode or this podcast in the first place is to find more of those moments in your life. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. One of the easiest ways to do it is to reduce the amount of cognitive load, the amount that you're thinking about. We're going to decrease the overwhelm that is existing in your life. And we can do that through so many various ways. But that's what this shift to looking at problems as puzzles and looking at just that one next piece, that solution that we all have within us intuitively does for us. It helps reduce the overwhelm. It helps reduce the amount of things that we're thinking of. And it gives us clarity on, I just need to do this. And clarity is really this beautiful thing because that oftentimes is that first step in hope. And it gives us a clearer step forward and making it feel like, wow, we can actually do this thing. And that builds confidence over time. And then over time, next thing you know, we've solved this larger puzzle. So that's my two cents on Mental Health Awareness Month. 
how we can get more proactive about it. I'll share what we're doing at Forever Athlete to really encourage these things is instead of having these larger one-off events or guest speakers coming into companies, that sort of thing, we want to encourage more proactive, engaging conversations on a more regular basis, whether that be uh, through our Discord channel, where a lot of communication has been going down from athletes all across the world, or through these events that we're starting to launch next month. Once a month, we'll be doing a event series, and this is kind of getting ahead of myself, but the overall direction of where Forever Athlete is going is I've been, I've been really loving the experience that Away Games has been able to provide those who have been fortunate enough to attend. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from it, and I thought, this is fantastic. How can we do this at scale to make it really accessible, to make it be something that is a staple in everyone's community? And we're starting that. Again, think of that statement for a second. Everyone's community. People are listening into this from all over the freaking world. That's a giant puzzle to solve. So what I'm starting with and what we are starting with at Forever Athlete is five founding cities. We're going to look at LA, Austin, of course. We're going to have San Francisco. We're going to have Philly. And we're going to have DC, the DMV area. And through those five founding cities, I've been fortunate enough to be connected with four amazing community captains that will be running each of those respective cities. We have Chloe out in LA, we have Dan out in DC, we have Dom in Philly, and we have my buddy Bing up in San Francisco. And what that means is in each of those cities, once a month, we'll be hosting an event to the community, for the community, to come together and connect. We're all about increasing the number of collisions that happen to encourage more flow, to encourage more support. One of the best ways to get proactive about mental health is to feel as though you have a solid, strong support system around you. It's really a non-negotiable when it comes to peak performance from a mental state of things. So we're offering that solution to people. A community that is a hybrid version. It's in-person and it's online. So if I just named a city that you aren't in, there's still the Discord channel there for you to connect with others that are like you, to get the support that you need, the support that you deserve, and the support that will help you just find that next puzzle piece. And through these monthly events, the first one we're going to be doing is actually going to be late June. I believe it's June 26. We'll talk about it more on the podcast as that gets a little bit closer. We're going to be doing mental meals as our first um, first experience, our first event. And what I mean by that is it's really just going to be a sort of guided, open-ended, facilitated conversation over a potluck-style dinner. I think back to one of my favorite memories in swimming and just growing up in sports was the potluck pasta dinners before meets. And I wanted to recreate that for athletes after sport to create that same sense of you can go You can keep things lighthearted, you can talk deep, and you can bounce back and forth between the two. Go check it out if those are in your areas, if that's of interest to you. It's on our website, it's on the Discord, 
You can find more in the show notes. Uh, like I said, I went off on a little rabbit hole tangent there, but I felt like that was very relevant to the mental health discussion that we just kind of covered. And lastly, I want to talk about reflecting on my five years of swimming retirement because we're coming up on about five years to the date almost of when I graduated from Delaware and really what I wish I knew at 22 was what I started this podcast with is I don't have to live my life based off of the perception of other people's life or perception of other people of me. I need to stop worrying about that and I don't need to worry about that. And that's one of the things that my advice to those entering the world for the first time here, the real world, those athletes that are retiring, college sports coming to an end, or maybe even your pro sport career is coming to an end. And you're finding, you're stepping into this new space, this new playground that you have no idea. You're the new kid on the block. You're going to flounder a bit. You're going to figure things out. That's okay. Don't worry about other people's perception. And that's easier said than done. Because when you are PR trained as an athlete, you're constantly feeling like you're walking on eggshells. You're living your life on eggshells. Of If I do this, what does that say about me? If I do that, what does this say about me? I can't be doing this. I can't go on podcasts and say this. I can't post this on social media. I can't, whatever it may be. I want you to take a step back and let go of that for a second. Keep in mind, keep common sense at play. I'm not saying like go do really whatever you want in this world. Have some common sense, yes, but do things for you. Don't do things for the perception or what it looks like for your image to other people because that's what it is about when we say be yourself, be authentic, be genuine to you. It takes a certain level of really quieting the ego and going and trying new things, being a beginner at something, understanding that it took you years and years and years to get good at that one sport, that one thing that you probably identified with up until this point in time. It's going to take you a number of years to get good at that next thing, whatever that may be. But using that puzzle mentality, focus on that first piece and play with it. How many times when you're solving puzzles do you pick up a piece you see if it fits and it doesn't and what do you do you don't think anything of it you say okay cool we just got feedback this piece didn't fit into that spot awesome let's put it to the side let's grab another one let's try again that's the same mentality that i want you to adapt as you go into this next season of your life this next chapter of the book of your life it just continues. Just because your swimming career, your athletic, your sport career ends, you retire, whatever it may be, doesn't mean the book is over. It just means you're turning the page to another chapter. And all the best books have a continuous through line from start to finish with new developments along the way, new realizations. We call these character arcs, all of that. What are the character arcs that are happening in your life? Use your experience up until this point in time. Write it out even. Take a second to really realize all the badass things that you've done up until this point in your life. And through that, 
I want you to pick out your themes, your strengths, the things that really identify and sum up, I don't want to say sum up who you are, but highlight who you are in a lot of ways. And then I want to challenge you to say, how can you start to express those things in this next chapter? What ways can those be brought out? I had this realization the other day, I was talking with my new run coach. I just signed up for a marathon in September. We're shooting for a sub three hour and I'm pumped. I'm stoked. I was talking to her and the more I was talking to her, I was like, wait a second. I've been so hesitant to hire a coach in running because I didn't want to recreate my last experience in swimming of feeling like I had to go to the pool and do X, Y, and Z. But I was, with that mentality, I was missing out of all the years before that when I got excited to go to the pool because I got to do X, Y, and Z. It was already laid out for me. That hard work became easy. Talked earlier about finding flow, reducing cognitive load, and the amount of things that I have to think about, reducing that overwhelm. Hiring Sam does just that for me for running. I now don't have to think about what I have to do to do this goal of mine. I can just show up. And to me, that's the easy part. I can show up and work my ass off when I need to. And I can chill on these easy runs that she's programming in that I honestly mentally are harder for me than the tougher runs. So it's a learning experience. But how can you express yourself in this next chapter of your life? How can you make it easy? How can you make it super simple and easy for you to go do so? Does that mean hiring a coach? Maybe. Does it mean just going out and trying new things? Maybe. I don't have the answer for you, but you do. So I want you to, whatever ideas are coming up as you're listening to this, feel free to take a second, turn this thing off, pause it, do whatever, sit with that. And really think, how can I take action after this episode? Or after hearing whatever thoughts, maybe these, my thoughts, sparked for you. Lastly, I want to talk about the overall direction that Forever Athlete is heading. Because I'm really excited about it. It really is something that I'm truly passionate about. And I believe it can be the holistic solution for athlete mental health and providing that holistic support for athletes as they retire and they start that next chapter of their life. And we're going to be doing that in a number of different ways. We already have the book that is out all about connecting with your true identity. And that is a phenomenal read. I'm blown away by the feedback, the reviews, the testimonials that we're getting from people that have been reading it, the different athletic departments that it's already gotten introduced to. I, I can't imagine when I first created this concept and it really it was a download that came to me. I couldn't believe it um, that to be where we are right now. So if you have already bought the book, thank you. I, I really truly do mean that from the bottom of my heart. It, it's so cool to come up with a concept and actually see people buy in to the concept as well. So I appreciate anyone who has listened in and bought the book. And if you haven't bought the book, go check it out. The, the ebook is 
believe two ninety nine on Amazon right now. The paperback is uh, just under twenty bucks. I want to make that super accessible to you, and that's the other direction that we're really taking. Forever Athlete is how can we provide this sort of support in a way that is accessible and affordable to really everyone. So one of the ways that I've done that is I took that signature more than movement course that I created and it was once a high ticket course to take people through. It was a live 10 week program. You got a lot of one-on-one coaching with me in it, all of that. But I realized that limited a lot of people that could actually benefit from checking out and really creating these experiences as a result of the powerful programming that we put together. So we've now pre-recorded everything. It's now a 60-day, all self-paced. You get one call with me, um, and you can use that whenever, whether that be in the beginning, in the end. We priced that all the way down to just shy of $300 to make it so if it's something that serves you, awesome, go check it out. And if that still seems too stretchy, too far of a reach, reach out to me. Send me an email. Send me a message on Instagram. Do whatever. My email is Corey at foreverathletela.com or shoot me an email or a DM on Instagram at Corey Camp. Be happy to talk and find something that is aligned and helps really meet you where you're currently at. That's really the direction that I want to continue to take this company. We're going to keep building this together. This doesn't exist without you, the listener who's here right now. It doesn't exist without these other resources from the community captains to the in-person chapters, away games being this larger scale four-day event. We're only going to do one more of those away games this year, and that will be in Austin down in September, late September, I believe, 22nd through the 25th. If it's something of interest, come check it out. There's more details to come on the website, but that's really, that's the the gist of the episode. That's it. That's all I have to say after 30 freaking minutes of me just rambling and flowing. I appreciate you being here. If this sparked something in you, I want to challenge you to two things. One, go out and make a change. Go out and make an impact. And two, share this with someone in your life that maybe you haven't talked to in a little while. And maybe this could be a spark between the two of you guys to rekindle a relationship, a friendship that you haven't maybe watered in a while. There's nothing wrong with that. We all get busy. But this could be the start of something really fantastic. They always say in the mental health space, look out for your people. This is one of those ways that you can look out for your people. Simply saying, hey, this impacted me this way. Maybe it will do something for you. Let's talk about it. As always, I appreciate you being here. Remember, you're tuned into Forever Athlete Radio, where together we go far. And until next week, flow on, my friends.